I'm Cheryl State Bryson, mom, divorcee, health nut, and host of the Healthy Mom After Divorce podcast, where I help divorced moms get healthy, create financial stability, and develop emotional fortitude while they master co-parenting their kids. The place is here, and your time is now. So let's do this. Healthy Mamas, welcome and thank you for joining me for this 20th episode of the Healthy Mom After Divorce podcast. Seriously, I can't believe I am at 20 already. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and support the show. As always, you can find the full transcript for this episode at healthymomafterdivorce.com slash 20. All right, I've got a good one for you today. Let's talk about karma. Now, most of us have heard of this term, whether we believe in it or not, but I want to start with a definition that I found in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Broadly speaking, karma is the force generated by a person's actions that affect the events in their life. So basically, doing good things in life brings good events, and doing bad things in life brings bad events. I realize that not everyone believes in this, but many do. If I'm being honest, I'm not quite sure where I fall. And I'll tell you why. Let's start with why do we believe in karma? Is it because it helps us to guide our lives in good and kind and honest ways because we believe it'll bring us good karma? Perhaps. There are definitely times when someone might donate extra food to the food drive because they think it'll bring good karma their way. But I don't know about you, I don't usually hear it in that context. When I hear the term used most of the time, it's in reference to bad karma as a consequence for negative behavior. Maybe you find the same. For example, we see someone behaving badly and we think, karma's going to come back around and get them. When I'm talking to divorced moms, particularly ones that feel wronged or hurt by their exes, it comes up all the time. And to me, it kind of sounds like a way to self-soothe. They're in pain. They feel like what happened to them is unjust. And a lot of it probably is. So to make themselves feel better, they find comfort in the idea of bad karma that will befall their ex this force generated by their ex's bad actions, like their infidelity or abuse or addiction or whatever it was, will somehow negatively affect future events in their life. Maybe karma will make it so they're also cheated on in their next relationship. Or maybe they'll lose friends because of their addiction. Or maybe they'll even get arrested for hitting their next partner. These moms soothe themselves by believing that something bad will happen to their ex because of the way they treated them. The idea that their ex will get their due, their comeuppets, suffer what's coming to them is somehow comforting, at least for a moment. And I get it. It is really natural because we're all looking for justice when we feel that we've been wronged. And in the absence of formal justice, We often hope for natural consequences, don't we? So think of how you were hurt and what kinds of things you think would even the score in your mind. With that in mind, I want you to ask yourself these questions. 
But what happens if bad karma never comes? What happens if it does? What do you think is on the other side of karma? I'm not sure, actually. I can't tell you if it's real. I can't even tell you whether or not I believe in it. But I can tell you what isn't on the other side of it. Healing. Let's start with scenario number one. Bad karma never comes for them. What has your ex done to hurt you? Left you? Cheated on you? Moved away? Alienated your friends from you? Abuse you? Abuse your kids? Called you names? Stolen from you? Lied to you? Think of whatever applies to you. I understand that all of those hurtful things inside of you are so painful, so you look for ways to release the pain. And one of those ways is clinging to the belief that they'll get what's coming to them. The universe will make them pay and punish them in some way for their bad behavior. It may take weeks or months or years, but you believe it will come, so you wait. And wait. And wait. And it never comes. What if it never comes? What if bad karma doesn't inflict its mighty power? What if your ex just carries on with their life without the consequences you thought would come? Their friends didn't abandon them. They didn't lose their job. Their new partner didn't cheat on them. They didn't get sick or in a car accident. They didn't lose all their money and fall flat on their face. In fact, they make more money now than they ever did. They didn't get reamed out by their family. In fact, it looks like they haven't had to pay the piper at all for what they did to you and the kids. Now what? Where does that leave you? If you predicated your peace on them not finding theirs, you may be setting yourself up for disaster. If you've been holding your breath, waiting for it to happen, and it never comes, have you held yourself back from healing? Thoughts like, I will feel better when blank, or I can't wait for blank to happen, are making your peace and healing contingent on something you do not control. Now, let's take it the second scenario, where they do actually get some sort of bad karma for what they've done. Even then, we don't get to choose how it will look. Most of life is entirely out of our control. What if karma is too cruel to them, like they have a tragic accident or fall terminally ill? How would you feel then? What if karma is not cruel enough to them? like they lose their job, but they find an even better one as a result. What if it's right on the money, the perfect amount of cruel? What then? I know we like to think that we'll feel content. We like to think that we will have this rush of satisfaction wash over us and we'll feel like the scales are now balanced and all is right in the world. But this is not how pain works. Pain does not go away when more pain is felt. The pain from what happened in your marriage and after does not go away when the person you blame for that pain also hurts. Depending on how they treated you and your particular situation, you may not feel that bad for them at all when you find out something not so great has happened to them. You may not feel the need to reach out to them. You may even take a small amount of pleasure in it. I mean, we're all human. But your pain will not go away because healing is not on the other side of karma. 
Life has a way of delivering things in ways we never dreamed of, good and bad. It is unpredictable, and so much of it is entirely out of our control. Saying you will only feel better once your ex has lost the person he left you for is the same as saying you'll only be content if the sun is shining on your birthday. You have no idea if the sun will shine on your birthday. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But the belief that you'll only be happy if it does is a choice. And basing your mood on the weather is probably one of the most foolish choices there is. Whether or not you are happy on any given day is entirely up to you. Whether or not you find peace and healing after your divorce is also entirely up to you. It doesn't rely on a possible future event. It doesn't rely on anyone else's suffering. It doesn't rely on bad karma doing its thing. It relies on you, the actions you take, the thoughts you have, the beliefs you adopt. And the best news of all is that these are things you don't have to wait for. You can do them right now. This is what I work on with clients in my one-on-one VIP stability program. What are the things you can do now with the time you have to get you where you want to be? I can help you answer this question. Let's talk about your health, your relationship with your kids, your co-parenting skills, your finances, your core values, your future relationships, anything that's important to you as you move forward in your divorce mom life. I want to end this episode with a quote from Viktor E. Frankl. He's an Austrian psychiatrist and a Holocaust survivor who lived most of the 20th century before dying in 1997. Now, in case you haven't heard of him, I'll tell you a little bit about him. In 1942, he and his family were sent to a concentration camp and ultimately ended up in Auschwitz. In the end, he spent three years in four different concentration camps, and he lost his mother, his father, his brother, and his wife. He lived through tragedies and atrocities that most of us cannot even fathom. Over the course of his career, he wrote many things, one of the most famous being a book called Man's Search for Meaning. This actually was its English title. Its original title, released in German, was A Psychologist Experiences the Concentration Camp. Now, the quote from that book I want to share with you goes like this. Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. You can choose your attitude in your circumstances and choose your own way. You don't need karma to get there. You got this, Mama, and I'm here to help you when you need me. Chin up, shoulders back, deep breath, and remember, healthy moms raise healthy kids. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave a review. And if you like what you heard, share this episode with other mums. Don't forget to follow me on social media. And if you want to learn more about me and what else I have to offer, head over to HealthyMomAfterDivorce.com. I can't wait to connect with you.